0: Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. Believe it or not, scientists connected three human brains together and used that connection to play Tetris. Immediately, I imagine how such technology can be leveraged for good. Paraplegics could use it to enhance their communication. Can you imagine if Stephen Hawking could have passed on his knowledge this way? Could this be used to verify whether or not someone is truly brain dead? Could prosthetic limbs be controlled by thought? Ooh, what about secret agents like James Bond or Jason Bourne reporting to their headquarters not only what they see, as with futuristic contact lenses, But what they were thinking the moment they saw it. Ooh, the possibilities. All that's on one hand. And the other, I see a big problem for the HR department. (laughs) I'll tell you more about that in 30 seconds. More or less. The 4th Annual Evolve Summit is coming to the Czech Republic, November 13th and 14th, 2018. You do not want to miss the greatest recruiting and sourcing conference of CEE. Three stages, 28 speakers from around the world, presenting workshops and lectures on the future of recruiting, gamifications, chatbots, recruiting analytics, and so much more. For more information, visit the conference website at www.evolvesummit.cz en. Here's a quote from CNET where I read about this three human brains connection. Neuroscientists behind a project called it BrainNet a multi-person, non-invasive, direct brain-to-brain interface for collaborative problem solving. In layman's terms, researchers from the University of Washington and Carnegie Mellon University figured out a way to connect three brains still attached to their human hosts and have the owners of said brains make collective choices together without speaking. And they tested it by playing Tetris because, of course, they did. The term, excuse me, the team used electroencephalograms, EEGs, to record electric impulses from two human brains and transcranial magnetic stimulation, TMS, to deliver information to a third brain. The end result, an interface that allowed three human subjects to collaborate and solve Tetris problems using brain-to-brain communication, end quote. Scientists have been experimenting with brain-to-brain communication for a long time. Uh, The very first time I heard about it was uh, three years ago, uh, and I found the article uh, where I originally read it. Uh, It was back in uh, 2014 uh, from Daily Mail. Uh, Here's a quote from the article. Uh, Scientists have sent a mental message from one person to another 4,000 miles away in what they claim is the world's first successful telepathy experiment. They connected one person in Mumbai in to a wireless headset linked to the Internet and another person to a similar device in Paris. When the first person merely thought of a greeting, such as ciao, Italian for hello, uh, the recipient in France was aware of the thought occurring, end quote. The article goes on to say, quote, The experiment was carried out by experts from Harvard University who claimed it shows technology can be used to transmit information from one person's brain to another. Now, 2017, last year, a lot of this type of brain-machine interface technology uh, started the mainstream. Uh, Facebook uh, was working, uh, still working, on brain-computer interfaces for typing and skin hearing. Yeah, skin hearing, look that one up. Uh, Elon Musk launched uh, this venture called Neuralink, uh, which was uh, designed to merge uh, the human brain with artificial intelligence. And then there's Brian Johnson, uh, founder of Kernel, a company that is exploring how to build and implant chips into the skulls of those with some form of neurological disease and dysfunction uh, in order to reprogram their neural networks to restore some of their lost abilities. Now, Brian Johnson has emerged as one of the most eloquent evangelists (laughs) of reinventing the human brain. Now, to give you some insight into how Brian is thinking, uh, here's a quote from an interview he did uh, recently at Wired magazine. Quote, people somehow think that a cognitive improvement is something new to the scene. It's not. We just simply have different forms. A private education is a form of enhancement humans always do whatever they can to maximize their well-being if we simply add technology to the brain it's a continuation of what humans have always done end quote the future according to people like brian johnson is adding chips to your brain in order to improve it (laughs) now to be fair some are pursuing less evasive ways Uh, to achieve achieve the same goal. Uh, But bottom line, scientists are aggressively pursuing ways to merge human brains (laughs) with machines. And this is where I think the problem comes for the HR department. Let's say that this technology catches on and goes mainstream 15 minutes from now, eventually coming to an office near you. Imagine that you are hiring software developers and your company wants to hire the best of the best, but they do not want to go over budget if they can help it. (laughs) Sound familiar? Now, uh, thanks to this new brain interface technology, a company could hook up the brains of two to three software developers and watch them collaborate and resolve issues at the speed of thought, saving the company time and speeding the delivery of a product exponentially. So, of course, of course... Uh, Your company wants to hire people with experience using these brain-machine interfaces. But, 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 but what about the people who prefer not to have machines hooked up to their brains while they work? What about them? If you give these uh, passive candidates an assessment on their skills, they will prove that they are experts in what they do and can deliver on whatever date they agree to uh, as far as delivering uh, the goods on, on software development. Uh, it just won't be. It just won't be as fast as the software developers who are hooked up to the brain machine interfaces. As a result, uh, the hiring managers, well, they prefer not to hire uh, those people, the ones who refuse to work with the brain machine interfaces. Now, before long, <laughs> I can see it happening. Before long, people who do not use these brain machine interfaces find it increasingly harder to find work. Discrimination lawsuits are filed. Uh, People start leaving negative reviews on Glassdoor and other employer review sites, accusing your company of unfair hiring practices. Internal memos leak to the media. Stock prices plunge. Oh, it's a mess. And it's a mess that HR will have to deal with. Not today, not tomorrow, but one day and soon. For research and resources related to this podcast, check out my blog, jimstroud.com. And while you are there, uh, be sure to subscribe. It's it's good for the environment. (laughs) Okay, until next time, remember, I'm Jim Stroud. And that fact alone, well, that fact plus $5 (laughs) gives me coffee at any Starbucks anywhere in the world.